some people are like only kids can like fluently learn languages like that. I don't think that's true. I think you just have to go about it more intentionally. My suspicion there is that kids just don't have the same shame or fear of like looking stupid or messing up. So they're able to explore a bit more. But if you're able to get past that and as, as an adult, you're a little bit smarter than the average child. So you can figure out good strategies to learn. Dear wit, everyone, and welcome back to the Standard Humans podcast. Oh, yeah, what he said. This is an update, as you can probably tell, on the Irish language competency. For me, it's been taking a bit of a, a turn because I had a little cheeky 16-page report I had to do in a very short amount of time. So I didn't have too much time to dedicate to um, Bergon Gaelga. Yeah, I mean, I think that's okay in terms of this episode. I think the intention here is probably to just talk about how it's actually been going and to figure out what we want to do going forward or what we're planning to do going forward, which might be as useful as a final recap of everything because we're kind of in the middle of things here. So who knows if we'll have good ideas or bad ideas here at the moment. We're still really figuring this out. I've been trying to keep it at a pretty manageable commitment. So it's not like I've been spending wild amounts of time while you've been drowning in 16 page reports. And I guess the thing with language learning too, is if you want to learn something that'll actually stick, it's not about the day by day or week by week commitment. You'll really make progress in like the span of months. Like sure, you can learn some quickly, but like if you really want to learn a language and remember it and be able to use it, you've got to stick with it for like a significant amount of time. That is actually interesting. That is something that I've been wondering. It's like, how quickly will I forget literally everything I've been learning? Well, a lot of it too, I find is often you're able to use it or be exposed to it. I'd say you probably have the best experience with this because you were completely fluent in German when you were like eight years old. Yeah. So the story there is that we had to move to Europe for my dad's work for like a year or so. And we spent, I'll say around half of it in Germany and half of it in I think at the time it was the Czech Republic. Oh, I didn't know that. Czechoslovakia? I think it's Czech Republic. I think it was Czech Republic at the time. No, wait. Or was I in Slovakia? Yes, I think it was Slovakia. Oh, you're in Slovakia. Okay. Now that I say that out loud, I think it was Slovakia. Anyways, so I had to miss a lot of school, which at the time I think was senior kindergarten. And I essentially just spent that whole time in Germany when I would have been in school, normally in Canada, doing, you know, English or whatnot. And and in Germany, there are some English schools, but they're all very like private school, very expensive. And my parents had heard from someone that before a specific age, I think older than I was, it's fine to just toss your kids in whatever random language the school speaks because they'll just pick it up and be absolutely fine. So, they're like, oh, we'll just send them to the cheap or free, I forget if it cost anything, public school nearby. So, I proceeded to have to speak German because I don't know if anyone actually spoke English there. Probably not well. And I don't think most of the kids spoke German terribly well either. I think it was a lot of like immigrants or foreign kids. So, it was all just us speaking our broken German. But over the course of the however many months, like six or so, I became fluent in German. But then we came back to Canada and I didn't really know anybody who spoke German, so proceeded to immediately forget the vast majority of it. I'm surprised at how much or like the little bits of fragments I still have. I think mostly from people telling stories. But if you don't use it, you you can definitely lose it. So, I'd be interested to see what happens with the Irish. Yeah, because I do still have like a little, like a couple of fragments of German. Surprisingly, I keep on reaching for it 
while I'm trying to speak Irish. Like, I'll try and start a sentence and be like, ich bin something. I'm like, no, damn it. That's not Irish. It's German. That's not that surprising to me because I find in my brain, there's like the bins English and French, which I've been speaking for a very long time. And then often all other languages that I'm learning until I get pretty good, will all just be in the same bin. So for instance, I, I started learning Swedish about two years ago. And I was taking some Spanish classes actually pretty much at the same time. And so sometimes I would be speaking Spanish in the class and then just put a Swedish word in there that didn't make any sense. Citron, which is, I don't know why I would want to eat a lemon, but I would just use citron instead of limon. I feel like when you know a language well enough, it sort of gets its own bin. But before that, it's, your brain's just like, languages I don't know super, super well, but know some words in, I'll just store all these all together. Yeah, I remember reading that like when you're kids it does literally get different parts of the mind especially if you start like learning it early enough i think before like seven or eight or so it is very distinct segments of the brain but after that it is a lot of like the exact same neurons being used for new languages but i find the longer amount of time i keep up with a language the more it sort of carves out its own bin even though even if i started learning it as an adult some people are like oh you can't fluently learn a language like only kids can like fluently learn languages like that. I don't think that's true. I think you just have to go about it more intentionally. Yeah, that's something that I heard while I was like looking into like just an overview of like, okay, how do you learn a language? How should I learn Irish? I saw some article that was like myths about learning languages. And one of the top ones was that adults aren't as good. The article was like, no, that's ridiculous. Adults are much better at children at learning languages. My suspicion there is that kids just don't have the same like I'll say like shame or fear of like looking stupid or messing up. So they're able to like explore a bit more. But if you're able to get past that and as, as an adult, you're a little bit smarter than the average child. So you can figure out good strategies to learn. I definitely agree. I think that's definitely true. A lot of, you know, a lot of language learning, like if you're learning a language and you like hear somebody just in the grocery store talking about, obviously don't be weird. You just kind of got to go up and use it. Or like if you, if you want to learn a language that's not, native to where you are or even where it is a lot of it was just like talking to people you don't know trying to say stuff and saying it wrong and them not being able to understand you because of your accent and stuff you gotta lean into it it's gonna happen the more it happens the more you learn because if they're like oh i didn't understand when you said it that if, or for instance if they're like kukensi what's that and they're like oh you mean kukensi or something <laughs> then you're like oh that's how i can say it to be understood yeah the accent really does matter I remember one time while I was working at Best Buy and, you know, occasionally French people would come in. There aren't too many here in Toronto, but like there are some. And like it was this guy and his dad and his dad didn't speak any English, but the guy was in like university or something. So he was totally bilingual, very fluent. And I was like, oh, okay, I speak French. I, I might as well just speak French so that we can all talk a common language. And I would just be standing there speaking French. And the guy, the dad would just like look to the kid. I say kid, the guy was older than I was, I think, or at least he looked older than I was. But he would look to his son and be like, uh, what the hell did he just say? And I was speaking French, but then the son would have to repeat what I said in French, just like better pronounced to his dad because he just could not get through. I think it was like my accent or something, what I was saying. Are they from Canada or from France? Stupendous question. I'm not sure. That kind of reminds me of that scene in Hot Fuzz. They're going to talk to that farmer, like a supergirl farmer in like North England. And so they have to bring some other cop who's like more country than the one dude. 
and then the other other cop who is sort of an intermediate for Simon Pegg. So it's like, now, excuse me, Mr. Fraser, you can't just be cutting down other people's hedges. And it's like, well, that's not sure I didn't know I couldn't do that. And it's like, what did he say? Well, he said an edge is an edge. He didn't know he couldn't do that. Wait, what did he say? He said an edge is an edge. He didn't know he couldn't do that. Oh, that is funny. You need the multiple levels to figure out what they're saying. So it's, yeah, accent definitely is a large part of being understood. Like, I, I know someone who is, like, incredibly fluent in French, can understand any, like, movie or anything, and has, like, a very good vocabulary and very good speaking, but their accent is very much Anglophone. They'll encounter the same sort of thing. They'll speak French in, like, a French place, and then the person will speak English back, and they'll be like, no, I, I'm completely fluent. It's just my accent. Like, I can understand your French perfectly. I, I would say, I would say a, a way to sort of get around that is just try to listen a lot to native speakers and uh, try to imitate that. Obviously, like, not not too colloquially. Like, it'd be pretty weird if, like, if somebody learned English. I don't know. They, they learned English with, like, a Louisiana accent or something. That'd be pretty weird. Make sure that you listen to native speakers a lot so you can especially understand them. But then also, like, imitate the sounds well enough, especially if they're not in your own language. And speaking of speaking languages and being willing to mess up and learn from your experiences. Did we want to try a very like brief version of just a conversation in Irish and then get into what we've been doing? Uh, sha, sha. Sha. I don't know if we just like legit want to do like a minute or something. Yeah, like this is going to be an extraordinary amount of stumbling, I think, for both of us. No, let's just let's just try to use everything we've learned. Okay. Yehoit. Dias meruit. Conestantu. Cod, cod, the smirrit. The smirrit. Cod, oh. Yeah, the hoit. Yeah, conasatatu. Time gome, Agastusa. Time gome, maith. 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 Antigen to Graelen. Antigen vegon, vegon. Yeah, go on, Gaelga. Who? Let's do it. Take it to Gaelga. Ni Muran Grailinga Agum. Agom. 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 Ni Muran Gailing Agom. Is Erenach me ak ni ni tigin grailing ni ni higgum? Muran Grailinga. Muran. Conus, conus, uh, dear fashion as, uh, English. Conus. Conus, uh, dear fashion as English. Conus de fashion as English? Oh, how do you say that in English? Um, Muran? Sha, sha. Uh, much. Ah. Uh, uh, 
Math, math. Math. Ano ba? So, Agmagatatu. Agmagatatu? Tatu. Agmagatatu. Agmagatatu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we've pretty much covered it. But do you remember, do you remember what that last one was? No, I do not. There's a phrase we came across last week that was uh, supposed to be like, "You're joking." Oh, right, you're joking. We'll we'll see. I might just, I guess, for the sake of uh, seeing our progress, just leave that in largely unedited. I usually cut out silences, but I guess I'll leave that in. Yeah. No, I would I would say yeah, definitely adds nuance to the silences to see how how comfortable we are yeah we were struggling there a little bit oh and the one thing i said was um how do you say that in irish yeah but the, i said i said english yeah okay I, I figured that out eventually actually what is english in irish Berla. sorry how i'm reading this right now is Berla. how do you spell it B E with an accent A R L A. Admittedly, again, I haven't learned all the Irish pronunciation, so it could be butchering that. Okay, but anyways, so that's our attempt at the language. We will come back to it next episode and ideally do a little better, be a little bit slightly more fluent by a couple weeks. That's the important thing. It was an attempt. It was questionable, but the the, the more and more attempts you do, it it will improve. Yeah, that felt slightly painful at times but was also quite fun i think partly painful because it was like oh god we're on recording right now this is going up to the public so that's extra fun but you know it's a good commitment device a good learning experience also probably exactly zero of our listeners speak irish well maybe like 0.5 of our listeners speak irish yeah we'll see we'll see how that goes but yeah i think you can get from our unsure tones about how confident we are in our abilities and about how well we were doing. But yeah, so that's how it's been going. But how, what have you been up to lately? Like what, how have you been trying to learn Irish? I know you said it's been a little bit rough lately, but what are the overall kind of strategies, things that you've been trying to do? Honestly, at the beginning, I'm still just like, I'll just sort of think of a thing I want to say that like I would say quite often if I'm like, oh, how do I say how do I introduce myself and say, hi, I'm Evan, what's your name? So I'll get my notebook and find a, a reputable resource that says how to say that and then just add it to my arsenal. And that's sort of how I do it in the beginning. Actually, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to introduce myself. I, I looked it up and one of the first things is irishpaganschool.com. What is this? <laughs> Introduction to the Irish language. Online class to introduce you to the Irish language, Gaelga, giving confidence to use it in your Irish paganism. What is this? <laughs> this is a website. Oh, okay. It's for like the fairies and other Irish spirituality kind of things. Not what I was expecting. Yeah, I always forget that they're all about the fairies and whatnot. But I, I feel like I feel like calling yourself an Irish pagan is probably an extreme that most people don't get to. Maybe. I have no idea. But anyways. So yeah, I'll just sort of find something I can't say, like, or just, you know, introductions or whatever. And then just find some websites that say how to do it. And then I'll check 
other websites to see if it's the same. If it is, I'm like, epic. Oh, and this is what you said. So I said the Ahoy, and you said uh, What's that? It's how you respond to hello. I don't think I actually looked up what the literal translation was, but my guess was that since Diawit is God's with you, it would be something along the lines of, and God is also with you. That would make sense. Oh, God and Mary to you. That is what it is. So I think it's talking about the Virgin Mary there. So it's like God is with you and you respond with God and Mary are with you. God and Mary are with you. <laughs> so it's God to you, God and Mary to you. That's like a big, just like one up. Okay. Oh, apparently you can greet someone with, if you're being real casual with Ansel, uh, which literally means any news. And the usual response, if you don't have any news to share is Diable Ansel, which literally means devil the news. Wow. That sounds, that sounds grumpy. That sounds like that sounds like they got bad news. What the hell is this website? It ends this post by saying, "Warning, it's addictive. There's only one problem with learning things like this. The Irish language is so beautiful and fascinating. You might you might find yourself getting hooked." So you move to Galway or something? You move to Craggy Island? So see, it says <laughs> Irish language introductions. Oh, okay. My name is blank. Apparently, is Mark Isain Dom. Or, no, sorry, blank, assigned Dom. I'm not a mark. Okay, so right now, you're in the stage of just, like, looking up stuff that you might want to, or that you would probably use a lot in everyday situations. Where do you normally go for there? Or how, what would happen next once you've got some of those? I get to a point where I know enough where I, I think I could have a basic conversation. One, I try to do that. And also, that's where I would try to, like, see if I can find some sort of TV show, podcast, like maybe even a book or something, like an intro level book to read. Okay, interesting. Then you just kind of like push your way through some piece of media, kind of like translating as you go and figuring it out. Try to, yeah, try, try to find something specifically for like, if it's a book, maybe even for like kids or something. It's very simple vocabulary. Or uh, if it's for podcasts or something, maybe like there's a lot of like podcasts for somebody it's like this is for people to learn this language oh that's interesting that's where i'd go from there but just the the more exposure the better yeah that makes sense the more you just immerse yourself in the world then the faster the better it goes yeah so that's what you've been doing guess to cover um what i've gonna ask for you besides pims there i guess that's the main thing so far yeah it's been going quite well i'm like halfway through it now there's like 10 lessons in Irish total, and I've gotten through like five of them as of today. I did a few of them a couple times just because I was like just struggling with some of the answers. And it's been quite good because it just gets you to... Sorry, did you say you did five of them today? No, no. As of today, I've done the fifth one. Wow. Yeah, and I've done a few of them a couple times just because I was really struggling with them a bit. Like they really get you to just remember and like respond to essentially like what we were doing to like conversational prompts like off the cuff like remembering like whole phrases so it can take a few times sometimes at least for me to figure it out or just to like get the phrases that they're talking about well enough that i can say them off the cuff like that but that seems to me to be like just about like next to actual conversation probably one of the better things at least for like learning conversational language so i figure i'm gonna try and get through that and then and then I've been kind of feeling like I want to start learning how to conjugate things. Yeah, because it seems 
very, very different. Yeah, or like I've been seeing some patterns. I forget the vocabulary to describe how to conjugate verbs, but if you're saying that I'm doing something, it'll be like agom or tigum. But then if you're saying that somebody else is doing something, it'll be like agut. No, tigum doesn't conjugate like that. But it, there are some patterns, it seems, like maybe it's like an M or a T. And it's like, hmm, okay, if I could figure out these patterns, this might make this easier. I, I probably want to finish the Pimsleur course first, but... I don't know. It might help supplement. Yeah, yeah. I th- it's probably good to do a bunch of different things and kind of like go at different aspects of the language all at once. It really builds or compounds. What's crazy to me is there seems to be some conjugation of nouns. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Which is very alien to me. Yeah, it's the idea that you're conjugating like a thing or like a name based on the context of the phrase, which is wild. The first one was yeah, like Galen versus Galga. Or was wasn't it like Galinga? Oh, Gal. Oh, you're. Oh, you just pronounced it Galga. Isn't it like Grelin and Grelina? Well, they, but the, the the fact that the language is pronounced differently. That's true, yeah. It's Irish or a little Irish. You need to, Or that sorry, that's not saying it's a little Irish. That's just like if you put a little in front of it, Irish changes how it's spelled. Like it's it's interesting, to say the least. Gailing it to uh Gailin. Yeah, I feel like that's one of the things where it's like I almost like wish I had some kind of like course or something to go to where they're like, Okay, here are the basic rules. Like I I definitely wanna have like those couple like conversational things down first so I can start to actually use the rules immediately. But it's like, okay, I'm starting to see the value where I'd like, I want to know these these rules or figure out some of them. It doesn't seem like random. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes I'm sitting there thinking like, oh, the hell am I supposed to say again right now? I just can't remember the specific version for like this phrase with this noun and this verb and all that. Sounds like you'll get the hang of it. I mean, I think we're planning on just doing another like two weeks or so. So it's like, oh, not too much time left but this has been this has been fun like surprisingly fun it's been a while since i've done languages and it took me a while to get into it i think i spent like the first week of our like languages challenge when we said we were going to start doing almost nothing going like ah why i have so much other stuff to do why am i going to do a language but now that i've gotten into it it's like oh yeah this is fun this is challenging but it is fun you feel like you can really feel like your your brain like adapting to it and stuff yeah, exactly. And especially like when you first start out, you can really see like day by day if you're coming back and doing it consistently. Like I've only been doing like 30 minutes a day, just another one of these lessons. And it can tell like day by day. It's like, okay, I'm able to say something faster. I'm able to like remember something a little bit better. I, I would I would have to agree with that. I, I sort of, I, I used to really dislike languages, but then just getting into it and sort of just seeing the progress sort of made me like start to start to love it. Like years ago, and try to learn like as many as I could because it's so it's so satisfying when there's like let's say like a, a TV show or something where you watch it, it just seems like pure gibberish, and then after a few months, you can actually understand what they're saying. That does sound cool. Yeah, I haven't been able to find any Irish language TV shows though. Oh, wild! I guess there wouldn't be many, but I'm sure there are some somewhere. Just I think just either honestly having one other person who's who you know is also learning it at your pace is like a huge advantage because then like there's even less embarrassment of speaking it and like there's somebody who you know can like you who can understand you at least somewhat when you're practicing it. 
And that gives you another opportunity just to practice. And even if you're both kind of like speaking broken Irish in this case, or like really struggling through it, like you're both practicing and you're both having to like remember the words and remember the phrases offhand. It's just a good learning opportunity and a good accountability and motivation thing. Well, I guess on that note, I think we're both doing pretty good. This is just a quick update, but I've got to, I've, I've gotten so into Irish that I've got to go and play a soccer game. Oh, that's wild. Okay. Too Irish. But yeah, that sounds good. And I guess we will see all listeners again when we are done this challenge in another few weeks. Yeah, and I'll tell you how the game went. Listeners, I know you're on the edge of your seats. Don't worry, I'll, I'll, get, I'll, get a few, I'll get a cheeky hat trick or something. Don't worry about it. No way, isn't that impossible in soccer? Yeah, no, that's actually not happening. <laughs> but, I'll, but I'll say it will. All right, very good. Until next time, then. Until ne- next time, listeners. Um, 